after someone on Twitter accused actress Megan Fox of child abuse, posting a picture of her boys dressed up in girls' clothing. Megan Fox made it clear that they are messing with the wrong witch and even joked about performing a carcass-eating ritual outside of the man's house as we take a look at her trip to hell and the mainstreaming of witchcraft. The Good Fight Radio Show. Welcome back to the Good Fight Radio Show. I'm your host, Chad Davidson of Good Fight Ministries. And on today's episode, we are going to be looking at Megan Fox and some of her witchcraft, her trips to hell, and even some of her ritualistic sex magic. And to discuss this very important topic with me is none other than the president and founder of Good Fight Ministries and pastor of Blessed Hope Chapel in Simi Valley, California, Pastor Joe Schimmel. Well, we're going to dive into this, Chad. It's like, I mean, how many millions of people have seen Megan Fox and she influences a ton of people? And uh, the amount of influence that she's having over people that look up to her as a role model, uh, as a mother, uh, and it's just absolutely horrifying. And we just see there's just an onslaught against the kids. With We've seen you know, the whole Bud Light thing's been in the news and everything else with politicians. We're seeing with the Epstein's Island and, and the, the, the politicians that have been involved in the sexual perversion on both sides of the aisle. Uh, we're seeing it with major companies. We're seeing it with major funders. We're seeing it with actors and actresses. We're seeing it in Hollywood and music. It's just a massive permeation of, I mean, keep in mind, there was no television and music stations and all this when Sodom and Gomorrah became Sodom and Gomorrah. See, there's a lot more to work with now, and it's global, and it's becoming more and more perverse. As Christians, we need to keep in mind that the Lord's called us to be separate from the wicked world and not to be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Amen. And this is important for us all to grasp and to see that these things don't happen in a vacuum at all anymore. I mean, really, these pictures that are taken, this uh, these positions that are taken by these celebrities are taken, and they're posted up very clearly on their Instagram pages to their millions of followers. And so, and, and I want, you know, for specifically Christian parents to recognize one of the big things is a ton of young people are the ones that are clicking on these things, that are following these actresses and actors and so forth that push these right, ideas. And not to mention that, the music that they listen to push a lot of this ideology, um, the movies. I mean, just over and over again, you're just kind of seeing it. And it's ramping up. And as we expect it to ramp up, especially as we get into the end times and just the confusing nature uh, for people that are engaging in these things, it is very hard to watch. It's heartbreaking. And when we look at it, while there's some frustration and, and even some anger and hopefully righteous anger towards seeing little kids, little boys dressed up as little girls and pretty much used as props by many of these celebrities, it is... It is something that we we pray for them. We want to see them come to know Christ, and so yeah, and we know this is part of the agenda. I think it's uh, we've said this before. If anybody's followed our ministry for any time, we were saying we've been saying for a long, long time. Not because we're anybody, but because of what God's word says. And we just felt a lot of people were missing it. Uh, is this they're going after our children? Uh, in fact, we put out the Kinsey Syndrome. I don't know, almost twenty years ago or so, uh, which is all about how they're going after our children. And years ago, when I used to say that, I'm sure some people looked at me cross-eyed. It's like, what do you mean they're going after our children? As far as sexual perversion, and everything. And I'm like, it's right there, man. In Genesis, the whole typology with Sodom and Gomorrah, you've got the young and the old together going after these angels in the form of men. And it'll be like days a lot. That's where it's going. And then I've studied these guys. It's like, man, they're after our kids. And now they're, you know, they're permeating the culture with 
what I think most people would think was unbelievable just five, 10 years ago with an onslaught of now wanting to not only dress everybody's kids up like girls if they can, as many as possible, but also, you know, you how dare you say that we cannot put pole dancers or people dancing in front of your kids, uh, men dressed up like women in elementary school. And we're the bad guys. So here we are, Chad. Yeah, it is a reversal world out there. And when you look at this and you, you see this recent... I guess you would say it was a recent viral post that happened. In fact, I think over 10 million people have even seen this post. And to be honest, I didn't know who Robbie Starbuck was, but he pointed something out that plenty of people pointed out. It's not just Megan Fox, who we're going to be talking about specifically, especially when it comes to witchcraft and so forth, uh, because it's all in the context of this. But there are a number, Angelina Jolie. I mean, Mm. we could go down the list and just statistically alone, outside of the spiritual reality of Deuteronomy 22.5 that says that that dressing up a man to dress like a woman or a woman to dress like a man to do so is an abomination before the Lord. So obviously we real, realize it's spiritual, but just statistically, the fact that so many of these celebrities, Charlize Theron, over and over again, oh, we just happen to have trans kids. And come on, man, it, it's ridiculous. You are there. Sadly, I think a lot of them are doing this for publicity. They're doing it for acceptance. And I mean, when you say unbelievable, think about the statistics supposedly state that, you know, 0.06 uh, children struggle with gender dysphoria. The odds that you would have one would be one in about 200 then that's even struggling with it, right? Well, that you'd have two in the same household, happen to have two in the same household, or that you'd have three. I think she has three kids. I'm not sure if it's two or three that struggle with it. It's, 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 it's called grooming, you know, for what, what's going on with most people out there. It's called grooming. Uh, how much she's groomed them, I don't know, but she said, come on, at, at the age of two years old, she was dressing one of her boys like a girl. Noah started wearing dresses when Noah was about two. I don't think the little boy was identifying as a, 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 a girl yet, you know? Uh, and I don't think that he probably, well, I'm just gonna say this. Chad, the statistics show, and this is kind of interesting, 11 out of 11 studies, okay, show that it were done on those young people that are said to struggle with, you know, gender dysphoria. Uh, 11 out of 11 studies show that 61 to 98% of these children will all of a sudden no longer struggle as long as they're not being chemically castrated, as long as they're not being given uh, drugs, as long as they're not being sexually or surgically mutilated, right, by adults, if, as long as that's not happening, up to 98%, 11-11 studies, between 61 and 98% of these young people shook it off and came out of their dysphoria by the time they became adults. I mean, think about that. Wow. But we're taking those kids. That's a, that's a lot of studies, right? We're taking those kids. And we're saying, no, let's give them this. We're giving them that. And no wonder they, their dysphoria even gets worse because now you're pumping them with hormones and you're cutting off body parts. And this is so wicked what's going on. This is what so many of these people are doing to their children is child abuse. Exactly. And I, I think we really need to, to understand the attack that's going on. And how, really, the, I believe all of this is to keep them, just as Jesus said of the Pharisees, that they shut up. They shut off the kingdom of God to people, and they themselves will not enter as well. And I think that is what's going on here. And so I'm going to read from a little bit of the controversy so you guys can see it. And Robbie Starbuck, uh, he actually is the one who originally posted this. These are Megan Fox's sons. We used to live in the same gated community with our kids played at the park. I saw two of them have a full-on breakdown. 
saying they were forced by their mom to wear girls' clothes as their nanny tried to console them. It's pure child abuse. Pray for them. And in the image, you see Megan Fox with her three boys, but all three boys seemingly, at least by hairdos, at the very least all three, but the oldest, uh, 10-year-old Noah and 9-year-old Bodie, and then 6-year-old Journey is the one in the back of the picture. But they are the very least, they're definitely dressed up as little girls, sadly enough. And you literally have him, this little boy Noah, walking around with a shirt that says Strong Girls. And Mm. there was some controversy around that picture when he posted it. And then he did a little follow-up post and said, more context. This was around five years ago. So they were younger than they are in this pic. Another picture that he posted of the two older boys, Bodie and Noah, dressed up as little girls five years ago. So apparently, according to him... This would be when they were five and four years old, okay? And it says this was around five years ago, so they were younger than they are in this pic. There was another witness, the nanny, when the boys did this, it started with the one and the other chimed in. Third child was not involved. We knew California wouldn't do anything about it because the state celebrates this stuff and she's famous. Weirder wrinkle to this, I worked with Megan once on a small shoot about a year or so before she moved into our community and she was very nice to me, so I was shocked when this happened later on. Just a very weird situation, but clearly those boys weren't happy. I never said anything publicly because they were so young, and I thought it would stop because they were vocally expressing their desire to wear boys' clothes. We moved to Tennessee shortly after, and I saw this photo of the boys going around online this week. Really sad. It didn't stop back then, and wish there was more we could have done back then, but there really wasn't anything we could do in California. Yeah, you know, actually, Chad, after I saw that pic and then the subsequent pic where shows a couple of the boys dressed up like girls man i was losing it man i had to go to my room and get on my knees before on the bed or next to the bed and uh lift my hands for lord teary just crying out praying for those those boys because when you look at that man it's just like poor 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 boys and and uh i pray for her too you know and that that she gets saved because she's in huge huge trouble man uh i mean I mean, I don't know what exactly is going through her head. I mean, people could say it's demonic, it's spiritual. She's into witchcraft and she's, you know, demonically possessed and being used to promote this whole thing, which I, I make that could be a pretty good argument, right? Others could say, well, she's narcissistic and she wishes she had a girl and she's forcing them to dress like that because, you know, of course they're going to learn from mama. This is the way you ought to dress. It's be normalized uh, to them. So maybe they're going to end up all of a sudden become with be with other guys when they're together get aids or who knows what can happen i mean there's several sexually transmitted diseases so is homosexuality we're not sure where they're going i'm praying that the kids the lord saves those kids out of that lord saves her you know but i was watching a video clip when i was looking into this i was like and she's on this talk show with a few other ladies and and wow man she's talking about how uh her her little kindergartner or six-year-old oh yeah well he kind of helped design the clothes and and i put him in then he comes home from school and all these kids are laughing at him and mocking him. And I sent him to a really liberal, like hippie school, but yeah. even yeah, even there here in California, he still has little boys going like, boys don't wear dresses really? or boys don't wear pink. Yeah. And so we're going through that now where I'm trying to teach him to be confident no matter what anyone else says. Yeah. He just wore one two days ago to school 
and he came home and I was like, how was it? Did any of the friends at school have anything to say? And he was like, well, all the boys laughed when I came in, but he's like, but I don't care. I love dresses too much. It's like she says, she sends him to a liberal, I guess a woke school, a hippie, a liberal hippie school. And there's still, even kids that are being brought up by hippies know intuitively something is wrong here. And your, your heart just breaks. And you know what? It breaks in two ways for me. It breaks if the kids are being forced to do this. And it breaks if they're not because they've been so programmed by her to embrace this that they're just going to live a lie and deny who God made them. They're always going to have, if they're boys, they're always going to have XY chromosomes. That's never going to change. They're going to have the same, they're going to have male DNA. They're going to have a male skeletal structure. They're going to have prostates, you know. Females don't have prostates, folks. And they're never going to be able to, you know, have babies uh, because women have babies and they're going to claim to be women. But it's just so, so ridiculous. So, but I just prayed. I said, I, I didn't pray for, I just didn't pray just for them. I prayed for all the kids. Lord, you know, all the children that are going through this because she is having influence, who knows, on how many along with uh, the others you mentioned, Angelina Jolie and others. They have a huge, I mean, these are two of the biggest, most famous actress, actresses in the last 15 years or so. Mass influence. And where are the men? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, where are these, the guys here, man, uh, being men? No, they're not being men. They're just, it sounds like they're just going along with it. Just going along with it. And, you know, Megan Fox, when Noah was three and a half years old, actually did an interview with the Los Angeles Times because she claims that since the age of eight, she basically has been speaking in tongues, actually. And I want to show that because I'll read exactly what she said. She said, I've seen magical, crazy things happen. I've seen people be healed, speaking of her, her being brought up at an old attending in a Pentecostal church in Tennessee and, and so forth. And this is what she said, even now in the church I go to during praise and worship, I could feel that I was maybe getting ready to speak in tongues and I'd have to shut it off because I don't know what the church would do if I started screaming out in tongues in the back. Now, this is after she had already been dressing her child up as a little girl who is a little boy. Yeah, she's trying to draw Christians into her gig. Right, 100%. And then now, let's see, where has that gone, Joe? Because in a response, so this whole thing really blew up because Megan Fox did reply to Robbie Starbuck, and she actually took the picture and posted it on her Instagram. And this is what she said, Hey, Robbie Starbuck, I really don't want to give you this attention because clearly you're a clout chaser. But let me teach you something. Irregardless of how desperate you may become at any given time to acquire wealth, power, success, or fame, never use children as leverage or or social currency. It's exactly what she appears to be doing, bro. (laughs) With her own kids? That's, um, yeah, I mean, sadly, you could... She's not the only one. Think about Miley Cyrus and Billy Ray Cyrus after, you know, his achy, breaky heart was no longer the biggest song. Next thing you know, he's got... Hannah Montana going, and next thing you know, he's singing and dancing with Lil Nas X and doing yeah, weird songs with him. But, but nonetheless, stuff. and she kept going, especially under malevolent and erroneous pretense, exploiting my child's gender identity to gain attention in your political campaign has put you on the wrong side of the universe. I have been burned at the stake by insecure. Oh, another witchcraft reference. Yep. Insecure, narcissistic, impotent little men like you many times, and yet I'm still here. You blinked with the wrong witch. Joe, she made it very clear that she's a witch. Now, 
I say that because she also followed it up by posting this story. And it was a story written by the New York Post. And crazy she stuff, basically said, this is me outside of Rob's Starbucks house. And it is a clip of a newspaper article re- regarding mm-hmm. a woman who went outside. And I'll read from it. It says, stun nurse. I caught witches holding a carcass eating ritual on my security camera. So, Joe, he's making she's making it clear that guess what? I'll perform witchcraft over you if this is the kind of stuff that you're doing because you've messed with the wrong witch. Right. She's saying, hey, I'm going to go to Tennessee. I'm sure she's speaking partway in tongue in cheek as far as actually doing it. But she's identifying with something that came out a week ago. Two different women uh, were in the pick actually just, you know, eating it. It looked like a raw deer, you know. But she's showing a picture that was out a week or so ago of this witchcraft setting that was supposedly caught on camera and stuff. And she's identifying and saying, I'll do that, you know, because you're messing with the wrong witch. And Chad, you and I know that she is involved in different forms of witchcraft. Uh, we know that she's involved in some form. It looks like sex magic using blood and so forth. Crowley would use blood and Crowley would use blood and feces and so forth. And, and we actually have a clip of her saying it, so you don't got to take our word for it. It's just a few drops, but yes, we do consume each other's blood on occasion for ritual purposes only. <laughs> it is used for a reason and it is controlled where it's like, let's shed a few drops of blood and each drink it. He's much more haphazard and hectic and chaotic where he's willing to just like cut his chest open with broken glass and be like, take my soul. A version of that has happened a many times. A many times. Yeah. And also uh, I'm glad we showed that because we also have something interesting to show as well. She practices what the Bible describes as witchcraft. Uh, many of you know from following our show, and, and, and maybe you've, you know, you've studied it yourself, but the Hebrew word used for witchcraft in the Old Testament comes from the word cut. Uh, and a lot of people understood that, scholars, to be drugs that had been cut up to open you up and get in a different state of consciousness to open yourself to the demonic world, uh, right? And the New Testament word is pharmakeia. That's the main New Testament word used for witchcraft, which we get pharmacy, pharmaceutical form, which has to do with you opening yourself up to the demonic world again through drug use. Uh, the scripture's been, the Bible itself is so relevant, you guys. Four out of the five times used in, used in the book of Revelation indicated it would be an end time problem. And Chad, that word became so prevalent that even the Septuagint, the Greek translation of the Old Testament, because the New Testament's written in Greek, the Old Testament's written in Hebrew, but the Greek translation of the Old Testament that was even done before Jesus came, before God became a man and the person of Jesus Christ, uh, translates most of the words witchcraft to pharmakeia. It became an all-inclusive word, not just of drugs, because sometimes it's just speaking of your typical, you know, palmistry and, and different types of uh, magic divination. Or Megan Fox. Or Megan Fox, right. <laughs> but Pharmakeia, it definitely imbibes that at times because uh, she and Machine Gun Kelly did ayahuasca, went to the Amazon, and, and what did they do? Well, we'll let her discuss what happened because she got a glimpse of her future, it sounds like. So we went to we went to Costa Rica to do ayahuasca like in a proper setting like with indigenous people and so we did it for three nights. It was incredibly intense. I went to to, to hell for eternity, um, yeah. And to just knowing eternity is um, like t- torture in itself because there was no beginning, middle, or end. So you have like a real ego death. Wow. I mean, when you hear her say that, one, it, it breaks my heart because if God was trying to wake her up to this, you know, by his grace to say, hey, this is what you're going into. It seems like she didn't get the lesson and she's only gone further into witchcraft. And the truth is a lot of these testimonies of people seeing these things, doing these things, a lot of times 
they actually, they don't go towards God. They actually go away from him because they're already so much entangled in this witchcraft that it keeps them from the Lord and they're looking for that high again. And it really is absolutely heartbreaking to think about. Yeah, 100%, Chad. And it's interesting because she has feigned Christianity for years off and on, right? But it's interesting when she contemplated in an interview what it would be like if Megatron came to the planet and he was going to wipe out the entire planet. Uh, she said, she contemplated that she would say to Megatron to keep him from destroying the entire world, quote, I'd barter with him, Megan Fox says. Uh, she muses that uh, in the July issue of, of, of Total Film UK, quote, and say instead of the entire planet, can you just take out all the white trash, hillbilly, anti-gay, super Bible-beating uh, people in middle America? I think she's just, you know, confused between geography and, and a demographic. And, and it's, I think she means Bible thumping instead of Bible beating. But nonetheless, she's talking about this hatred for Christianity and wanting Christians to be killed. Can you imagine, Chad? See, that's not even our heart. I'm on my knees praying. And by the way, we had a prayer meeting. All four of us prayed prior to even going on, praying for Megan Fox and her kids. We, we, we want them to know Jesus and be saved. But she's hoping for, and these liberals, a lot of the woke crowd, hoping for the destruction. And I've always said, if you can be for killing 60 million little innocent babies— in the womb, it's easy to kill anybody you disagree with when you are pro-abortion and pro-work. And, and if you could kill little kids in the womb, of course you could dress them up to be whatever sex you fancy, fancies you or makes your friends think you're cool or whatever. This is disgusting what's happening, folks. Uh, and it's, it's sad, Chad, because my heart breaks for the little ones because and she and her, she's in huge trouble because the scriptures say in Ezekiel 18.4, the Lord says that, that, that they all belong to me, all the people, the, 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 the parents and the children belong to me. The children belong to God. And in chapter uh, 18 of the book of Matthew, I think around verse 6, he says, it's better that a large millstone be hung around your neck and that you be thrown into the depths of the sea than the fate that you'll suffer if you cause one of the little ones, Jesus said, to suffer. So let's not be callous and hard-hearted toward the people because we're supposed to love our enemies and those who hate us. Pray for them because they're going to a crisis eternity forever and ever. Pray. It would be awesome to see some of these folks get saved. It would be awesome to see them all get saved. We know that's not going to happen, but some some will get saved, right? We keep praying for them. We keep praying out to God. Uh, we just had NRB, and we saw a bunch of people come up to us that seen some of our stuff, came to Jesus or were or encouraging Jesus radically. Their lives changed. Use our stuff. Get it in people's eyes because guess what? Ultimately, we want people to know Jesus. Whoever you are, the Bible says in 1 John 3, 8, that Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. He came to set the captives free, Luke 4. He died for your sins. He paid for them on the cross. Everything you did against God that keeps you from him, that makes that warrants you hell, he paid for because Jesus said the Father didn't send the Son, Jesus, into the world to condemn the world, but the world through him may be saved. He rose again, conquered the grave, conquered Satan, so you can have eternal life, but you need to turn from darkness and embrace Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior now, man. Your life is quick. Your life's like a vapor. The Bible says it's here and gone. Get right with Jesus, man. Let us hear from you. And share with us how you've turned to Christ. We love you guys. God bless you guys. You've been listening to The Good Fight Radio Show with pastor and author Joe Schimmel and host Chad Davidson discussing contemporary issues in light of the Bible and how they relate to family, culture, and the church. To learn more about Good Fight Ministries, visit us online at goodfight.org. Join our growing social media family and consider partnering with us at patreon.com slash goodfight.